Okay, so I'm here with Joe Plummer, and I'm explaining to Joe that I interview people who make their living or their life with an art. And I know you as an actor because you are here playing Louis Armstrong in the upcoming production of Lil and Louis. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. But I believe that acting is not your only art. Is that tr- accurate, or did I get that wrong? You got it right. That's not all that I do. Okay, so yeah. if, how, how would you define yourself? If people ask you what you do, what do you say? Most of the time I say I'm an entertainer. Ah, okay. Entertainer. Covers a lot of territory. Covers a lot of territory because I do a lot of things. Have done a lot of things. Uh-huh. And not that I set out to do these things, but, you know, in your journey of life, this is what happens. Well, first of all, let me go back to my kindergarten days. Well, you anticipated <laughs> me. I, no one has ever done that. Okay. 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 So I only have one question. Yes. And it is, can you tell me the very first time that any kind of entertaining <laughs> occurred to you? And I think you were getting ready to tell me this, I, aren't yeah. you? Well, here's the, here's the deal. Uh, I'm about to tell you, and I'm about to date myself. <laughs> yeah. Watching Elvis Presley dance and sing on television... So I did my Im- imitation of the next day in kindergarten. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I guess I was good enough that the teacher took me around to different classes to, to, do, oh, I see. I <laughs> to see. do that. I see. You know? A star is born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what started it off. Well, so, okay. So it starts off with you feeling attracted to this thing that you wanted to do it and then you do it and mm-hmm. then it gets this real response yeah. right yeah okay so what happened as a teen i love to sing love to harmonize love to choreograph stuff oh yeah so this is all just natural talent you're hanging with your friends or you're doing it by yourself or, mm-hmm. or like that right there's no um i can't think of what the word i want is but a f- training well, there's no training, no right? Training. There's no training. And there's also nothing official. So you're not in plays in school or you're not in the drama class or any of that. Nope. This is really just, I like to do this. I do it at whatever chance I get. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're in your 20s, <laughs> all right? At any point between kindergarten and 20, are you thinking, I would like to do this for a life or a career? I'm not even, I can't remember thinking anything. Just, no, you're just, just, enjoy, put, just doing it and enjoying it. I guess in my early 20s or earlier than that, maybe my late teens, we did a, uh, a talent show at the Regal Theater, which was like the big theaters of each city, the black theaters of each city. Um, so we we did a talent show. We didn't win, you know. We? Who is we? Well, we me and well, three or four of my guys who were singing and dancing, whatever, so. Okay, so did you put that together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Do you remember what you sang? Yeah. I, inst- <laughs> <laughs> Instead of singing the songs that was really hot during that time, yeah. I was a Beatle fan. Uh-huh. Had them singing Boys. When I've been told when a girl uh-huh. kiss a girl, <laughs> take a trip around the world, hey, hey, bop, do, bop, do, bop. So, of course, we didn't win with that. <laughs> And doing, we were doing a lot of Temptations and Miracles, the Smoking and the Miracles stuff. Right. We, that's what we should have done for the television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, so now you're, this is late teens. Yes. So you're not working. No. No, okay. So you're still in school, actually. Yeah. Right, okay. We're about to get leave, leave school, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And so um, uh, about 21, I got married. And so it was like, okay, take care of family, have a baby, have a take care of family, let the music go. But so what did you do instead? I worked at the steel mill. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the opposite of I, everything, right? I see. Yeah, because the guy who was in the group for a minute, he was telling me, "Hey, I got a job to steal me old, makes this kind of money. It's really easy if you don't mind getting dirty and right, getting right, hot, right. being hot." Right. I said, "Sure, no problem." So, had a family, got the steal me job, but it was gnawing at me. So, at some point, it was a show that I was about to rehearse for. Oh, I was rehearsing for. And, and how and, did you get that? Oh, just because hanging around with other musicians, friends and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so they knew I liked to sing, so they asked me, you want to be in this, this show? And I said, sure, you know. Now, at the time, this was in the 80s. And uh, this was, I was a big fan of Prince. But I, I was still doing songs from the 70s, 60s and the 70s, uh, period. So um, I did a time, I was going to do this show, but then I was thinking about acting. What I, triggered I this interest in acting? Because I, I love entertainment. I love, I watch TV, I watch movies, yeah. and I take it all in. I yeah. took it all in. I watched the Elvis Presley's movies, Jerry Lewis, John Wayne at the time. All three of those were like the biggest stars at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would take notice to a lot of stuff. I would always read the liner notes from the back of the albums. I would always stay at the, at, at the movies and watch the, the credits. Um, the credits. Mm-hmm. So that was what I was interested yeah, yeah, in too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I saw an audition for a, a play called The Oldest Written Story. But I was playing uh, Sam from the uh, duo Sam and Dave. Mm. Let me go back, because they were shooting movies, movies in Chicago at that time. And they were shooting TV shows also. And so um, I got a chance to be an extra in one of those movies. But it was the same day um, show that I was going to do. So it was either do the either do the movie as an extra or do the show, and at the time I got sick, I had a temperature of one hundred and two or three. Wow! So I was trying to decide probably I should probably should do the the um, not the extra because the extra you'll be there all day. Yeah. So I did the show at a, with, with a temperature of one hundred two hundred three. <laughs> I did the show. Okay, so now is this the first show you've done? It's the first show I've done by myself with yeah. a group. Right. Yeah. And so. Did you like it? I, I loved it. I did because women were screaming for me and stuff. You know? I had this big jerry curl, right? This, this drippy jerry curl. And, uh, you know, I was doing my Prince thing, but I was singing songs like Ain't That Peculiar, uh-huh. uh, James Brown songs, you know. That so sick as you were, I still you could pull it. it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what started. That's, that's not what started, but that's what I yeah, was yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 right. She's the director, Jackie Taylor who uh, was in Cooley High, the movie Cooley, Cooley High, before, all before that, um, she kept hiring me for different parts in, that, in those plays. Oh. So I was the guy, you know, who would be in the show and singing and dancing, whatever. Okay, so this is not basically acting. This is basically singing and dancing and a little bit and some lines. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So at this point... Are you thinking, this is what I want to do? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, right. It was like in a bunch of her shows for years. And then I moved up, and was, she was giving me more lines. And then we did a play called The Story of Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. It was a Motown show, really. Mm-hmm. And so I played Barry Gordy. Oof. So I had most lines at that time. Yeah, so are you studying at all? No. I, nothing? Nothing. Wow, amazing. I, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. About that time, I was doing a lot of shows. At, at, at another place, I did a show. So are you Different making place. a living doing this? I was still at the steel mill. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> oh, wow. So I was going to other theaters and doing little things here and there. Mm-hmm. And I could play music a little bit on, on the piano. Not that well, but enough to 
record it and then overdub it and so I did that for a while. So now theaters I'm 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 being booked playing at different theaters as 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 an actor or either a sound designer. Really? Yeah. Which you also made up. Yeah. Right. I make the sounds up, you know, because no, I No, I mean the the skill of yeah. being a sound designer because sk- nobody taught you that. No. No. Sound designer or music or sound designer or musical director. Music director. And I mean, because I love it. I would, if you love what you do, you have no, you have a problem. Lots of people love what they do, but they can't get work at it. You not only loved what you did, but you apparently absorb the skills so that they would hire you to do it. Yeah. Wow. Because if, if, if it was if it was bad, they would hire me. So I must have been pretty good. Yeah. No. Clearly, they clearly they continued to use you to do it. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, I did that, and I went to this party, uh, a, a cast party after a show, and there was a guy named named Jay Stewart. He was an actor slash director. He was telling me that he wanted to write a show about a, a singing group, and I said, "Oh yeah, I love music. I love singing singing groups and this and that." And he said, "Yeah, he, I had one too. I had a group too. Me too." Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> so we got together. He wanted me to help him write a play about a group. <laughs> I was at the steel mill, so every night I was working from 3 to 11 at night. And at the 11 o'clock at night, I would go straight to his house. And we would stay up to 2, 3 in the morning writing. Oh, my. And I would go home, get up in the morning and write some music for the show, you know. And so um, about two years, three years later, the show was produced. And so he was the writer, and I was the co-writer, and the choreographer, and the music director, and the songwriter. Good, good. Because <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was hyped. No, no, you keep saying it's because I loved it, but you, you leave out the, I loved it, and I could do it. Yeah. That's, I'll say it again, I said it before, I'll say it again. Lots of people love stuff, but mm-hmm. they can't do it, right. or they can't do it well enough, or they can't get anybody to hire and pay them to do it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Now that I look back on it, it is amazing. It is amazing. Because, uh, as I said before, the music, that, the music that I made on tape, you would think it was a band. Mm-hmm. Of I course, was, because you're all the instruments. Yeah. Right. So I played those instruments, I, played, you know, I did the harmony, I did the singing, and... Okay, you know, so now did you, when the show was, put, was up, did you have a band? No. Just you? Just me. <laughs> yeah, just me. So, and it was Vitry Gardens, a well-established theater in, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And what was the show? It was called Get Ready. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like the song. It's about the song, and we <laughs> yeah, like the song. <laughs> yeah, it was about a five-man scene group that was like older now, and they had to get back on stage again because they wanted because they just was having fun and uh, come up with a new song, and it was recorded. Then it became a hit, so now we got to get back together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- a reunion. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I, I think I wrote maybe six, seven songs. Co-wrote some of them with his uh, Jay and his wife, uh, Debbie Stewart, and so um, the show was a hit. And then um, another theater company in Chicago wanted to do it the next year. Mm-hmm. And then another city wanted to do it. And another city <laughs> wanted to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, I was still at the steel mill, of course. And so I would travel sometimes to another city just to see how they yeah, produced it. Right. So I had, to give them, I had to give them the songs and the music. And well, the, I was just going to say, who's writing this down? Did you get a, a copyist or a ranger we, or something? We, we, we eventually got a copyist to, yeah. to write it do down. Right, right, right. But somebody else has to play it beside yeah. you, right? Mm-hmm. Or either they'll use tracks. They'll, they'll use my right. tracks sometimes. Right. Or they'll just have some musicians play it. And right. it was cool. And aren't you getting paid for this? And we're getting paid for it, too. Yeah. Right. We're getting paid. So. Okay. Yeah. So now. <laughs> 
you're a playwright, right? You're uh-huh. a singer, songwriter, you're yeah. a composer, yeah. you're a music director. I mean, I, I think entertainer is pretty appropriate. I mean, because it's everything, mm-hmm. isn't it? Okay, so what are you thinking? I'm you not know? thinking anything, just yeah, enjoying no, the ride. Just, and, I'm at, and I'm at the steel mill too, still. Right. Yeah. Okay, so are you still at the steel mill? Yeah, and, and also... No, I mean now. Oh, no, no, of course not. No, no. Oh, no, not this age. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but I will tell you this. Um, I, I was doing a children's show. In the morning, a friend of mine named Glenda Star Kelly, she put me in this, this show called African Village Folk Tales, or either Black Folk Tales at the time. And so we were doing shows, one or two shows a day at different schools. Mm-hmm. You know, I would put on a frog costume and whatever and be a character or whatever. And that was a lot of fun. So she, she was an actress also, and she moved on to doing other things. And um, so I kind of like took over the whole show. And so it was my baby at that point, so I would book the shows, and we would go to different schools in the morning doing those shows. And that went on for a good, believe it or not, 27 years. Oh, my God. Okay, so let me see if I have this right. You're working at the steel mill. You're doing this children's show in the morning. Mm -hmm. Are you still doing, are you writing or doing any other performing? I'm not performing as much because kids shows would be like could start at nine nine thirty in the morning, right? And sometimes it'll be way out in the suburbs, but sometimes most of the time in the city. So then uh, the show's forty five minutes long. If we do two shows, then that's you know ninety minutes. Or if we do two shows, one place and another show, another school. That's mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't start work at the steel mill till maybe two o'clock, two thirty, three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then that's still three eleven again. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I was, so I didn't do any major shows. Yeah, well, just not that many hours left right, in the right, day. Right. Okay, but so you're happy. Yeah, you're at the steel happy. mill, yeah. and you're making money there, and mm-hmm. you're doing this still children thing, which you like, and you're making money there. Yeah. Right, okay, so that goes on for 27 years, yeah. 27 I didn't years. stop doing that show till like two or three years ago. Wow. Yeah. And so in that 27 years, mm-hmm. at some point, did you stop working at the steel mill? I retired... Uh, in 2001. Okay, so that's like 18 years ago. Are you doing other stuff? Jackie Taylor. Yeah. The woman I started with in theater. Yes. Uh, I was on her uh, writing committee. And so she produced two of my plays. Oh, how so Two or three of my plays. I think she produced, yeah, she did. She, she produced the Joe Tech story. Mm-hmm. Which is also, that went around for, for a minute to different theater companies. And nothing but the blues. Mm. And I'm not, I wasn't a blues fan, mm-hmm. but my aunt who raised me had all these blues records that she would play. Mm-hmm. So I was very familiar with the blues songs. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, she produced it and the blues play was produced in Pittsburgh and, and the Jackie, then the Joe Tech show was produced in Pittsburgh also. And the Nothing But The Blues play got picked up on a cruise ship, a blues cruise ship. Oh, my God. So I had to now go there, bring my cast, and direct. On the ship? On the ship. <laughs> and I was, like, kind of hesitant about directing because I never directed. I mean, I Oh, was... God, that's right, a new skill. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. But, hey, you, you do what you do. Don't do what you can anyway. So that was fun. You just you know? say yes. Yeah, that's all. Say yes. You just say yes, yes. right? And see what happens. Oh, so yeah. yeah, and in fact, they they, they did it 
uh, on a cruise ship like for two years. They did it for two years. D did you go and I on went the both cruise? Times, yeah. Or right? yeah, and then went to the, all the islands and stuff mm -hmm. and everything. So it was a great, great, uh, great thing that happened to me. That was a great gig. Yeah, great yeah. gig twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been cast as Louis Armstrong in the production of Lil and Louis, which is going to open on January 21st. Mm -hmm. And how did that happen? Well, I, I did a play called Jammy with Pops at the Apple Tree Theater mm -hmm. in the suburbs. And so Chuck, Chuck Smith, mm -hmm. director, he's a, a famous director at the Goodman Theater. Yeah. He was working there also at Apple Tree Theater and he was looking for a Louis and 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 he uh, saw me at a theater. I was we were both at the same show, just just being you know being an audience member. And he looked at me. He said, "You look like Louis a little bit." He said, "Can you do Louis Armstrong?" I said, "I, I did Louis in grade school as um, in, on a, on a talent show." <laughs> I said, "Yeah." I said, "That that's yeah. I can do the voice and everything." You know. He said, "Okay, we'll come to the audition tomorrow and see what happens." You know, because I did, I forgot that I did do Louis Armstrong on a talent show at school, in grade school, about 7th, 8th grade. Uh-huh. So I did, I did Louis, I did Red Skelton, I did uh, Jerry Lewis, <laughs> I did all those people, yeah. So um, I went to the audition, and I really wanted that role, too, because I was like, oh, I could do, a, you know, uh, I could be the star of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I, I got, I got, I went to the second-hand place, got an old suit. Yeah, I got an old suit, combed my hair back, everything. And I came in as the character. I didn't break character at all. And so I said, hey, everybody, how y'all doing? Like, yeah. What you want me to do? What song you want to hear? <laughs> I see trees are green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I say to myself, what a wonderful world. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, all right. And so they said, you got the role. Yeah, exactly. You they, you, know. they, you had him at hello, right? Yeah, I sure did. Really. Right. That's amazing. And so we did the show for a month. You didn't do this show before? Little no. Little. Yeah, I did the... Uh, oh, Jammin' with Pops. Pops. Right. Got nominated for a Jeff Award. Wow. Uh, for a Jeff Award and nominated for another award, what the black folks have. <laughs> <laughs> so, and in fact, I did the, the, the Get Ready show one for Best New Work. At a theater company, and also was at, at a award show, and was nominated for best di director and best new work at the at the Jeff Awards, and it was like things just happening. I forgot about the, the awards and stuff. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, I was nominated for for the um, for doing Louis Armstrong at that at that show. Um, okay, so then Chuck hired you. He called me. I said, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Well. So, you want to talk about the show? Tell us something about what the show is about, what well, they can expect? Well, the show is not only about Louis, it's about uh, his second wife, Lil Harden. Mm -hmm. So, it's really about their love story, how they met and how they went through a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of drama throughout their life because Louis was always messing around. Ah. Yeah. And so, it's really about them and not just him alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun show. Um, it's, it's not a musical per se, mm -hmm. but, there, but, but there is music in it. Yeah, um, I was going to ask about that. The music is pre-recorded. Yes. This is, this is not no, a band. No band. Stage, no right? band right. And is it um, music of the time? I mean, is, that, is mm -hmm. that right? It starts in the 20s and goes all the way up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, when, does the, when is the music used? Uh, it's, it's used 
um, throughout the show. Oh yeah. You know, there's no concert or anything. It's just you know, uh, it's like I like I said, it's it's not really a musical, but people do break out in, in songs sometimes. Oh yes. Yeah. Do you sing? I get to sing a few songs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. So, I only have one other question. Yes. Um, because you didn't train, because it took you a while to figure out that this was what you were going to do, because it was evolutionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, you did something that felt good to you, and somebody said, well, how about this? And then somebody else said, how about that? And you said, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and you just, essentially, you just followed... <laughs> you just followed, right? You said whatever they said, you did it. Yeah. And the that other piece, the piece of that while you never had official training, you watched, you paid attention, you to use your own word, absorbed mm-hmm. the skills, all of them, to the extent where you could do them without any training. That's yeah. I think pretty atypical. Um and without actually having decided to make this a career you had it it, be, it became my career that's right <laughs> without yeah, right. me knowing it right it happened to you yeah and it happens to be the thing you want so that's very nice but i do think that it's really unusual you know generally you have people you know choosing very young this is what they want and they're trying and they're working and they're doing and they're and many of the times it doesn't work out for them it doesn't matter how much they want it right. or how hard they try exactly and you simply just if entered into the world I mean, you know and it took you it's pretty amazing uh what's the movie with tom hanks when he was just like um uh, t- takes a box of chocolates life's like oh, oh yeah yeah forrest gump that's what i was yeah. <laughs> i was forrest gump yeah. i was like okay i want to do this I'm yeah gonna... they're right. and i can do it and you can do it that's exactly right so it's a really lovely story i mean because in this culture we think you have to work so hard, you have to try so hard, but mm-hmm. you didn't. You just had to be Joe. Do you know what I mean? I think I do. Yeah, you just had to be yourself. Yeah. And that was enough. My question is, yes. essentially having given a life to the work of entertaining in every possible way that you could do it or that it could be done, mm-hmm. what would you say about what it was like to give your life to this, to this work in the way that you did? Hmm, great question. Wow. Uh, I would say that, first of all, it was, it was life fulfilling. Yes. Really fulfilling. It, it, I see now uh, why people, some actors or stars in Hollywood, have a hard time not keeping a family together mm. because it takes a lot of time. It takes up your time. It takes your time for rehearsal. It takes up the time what you have to do prepare for rehearsal Mm -hmm. and then rehearsal goes on for so long and then you have to be there in a moment to do what you need to do either on film or on stage Mm -hmm. so a lot of the people that you love get left behind and and it's it's really a selfish uh art Mm -hmm. you know well it requires you to be selfish yeah you can't do it unless you are yeah and you love what you're doing so it's like like being a little kid all the time (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. uh but 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 the flip side of that as i said before you know your family suffers you that's why you get divorced that's why the kids don't really know you or don't like you because you don't spend enough time with them Mm -hmm. so you have to really make an effort to do that you know and i have to be i have to be very honest i i didn't do that a lot of times you know and i kind of regret that Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah that's that's the that's the downfall of that sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah 
If that's the downside, what's the upside? The upside is the cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just, just being around other creative people, having fun, mm-hmm. you know. And, and this is what people say all the time too, and it's really true. Although you're not supposed to say it, but if I could just be get paid enough to take care of my family and eat and have clothes, I would do it for free. Uh-huh. I would do it for free. That is a perfect place to stop. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe. Paul, and this is wonderful. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs>